Wait a minute, I hear something. Welcome back to another episode of Dr. Movie and uh, your, your favorite show on wheels, Loud Wheels at the moment. Uh, I'm on a rough stretch of road coming back from Troy, Ohio, work-related stuff, and I'm behind and around many semi-trucks at the point. Uh, wanted to do uh, a few Christmas movies, if you will, uh, for this week leading into Christmas. And, uh, you know, just wanted to hit some of these that uh, I haven't talked about yet, but I'm still a pretty big fan of. And some of these will be no surprise. Uh, they're all horror-related if you're already, you know, jumping into the game. They're, they're all going to be horror movies. And I have to start with this one, which is, I, I think this one is overlooked a lot. Uh, I think the movie that's going to follow this one is more infamous because of uh, parent reaction, right? Because I think it was, you know, you're, you're having the the VHS boom where you're seeing more of the artwork put out on things and it caused quite a ruckus. Where this one just kind of dodged the bullet. Came out in 1980. We are talking about Christmas Evil. Um, this one's This one's overlooked. I did see where my buddy Dan Bone was. It's weird because it's going to look like I've been kind of following and doing the same movie he's doing. But actually, we were kind of watching these at the same time. And uh, Dan, if you're listening, I meant to send you a message and say, hey, I'm watching that too. But uh, so this whole week's going to be, you know, stealing Dan's thunder, I guess you'd say. Uh, not on purpose. Totally not on purpose. I think we're just thinking the same thing here. Uh, but yeah, man, Christmas Evil, 1980, it, it's classified as a horror-slash-mystery. Is there really a mystery to this movie? I mean, you pretty much know what's going on from the get-go. So, I don't I don't think it's a mystery. Um, there's a lot to unpack with this movie. And again, I think this one is, is way overlooked. Uh... Let's, uh, let's try to read the synopsis and not have a wreck with a semi. It says, a toy maker who reveals, uh, who revels, sorry, not reveals, a toy maker who uh, revels in the Christmas spirit suffers a mental breakdown uh, when his work is met with hypocrisy and cynicism and goes on a yuletide killing spree. Well, that's really vague versus what really happens here, right? Uh, let's see. I have no idea who directed The director is Lewis Jackson. What has old Lewis done for us? What have you done for me, Lewis? He has given us... I don't see anything else he's directed. <laughs> let's see. Films directed by Lewis Jackson. Let's click on this. I'm having to click on stuff, folks. I don't like when that happens. Uh, looks like he's done this and one other movie. There's one called The Eternal Blonde, uh, The Transformation, A Sandwich of Nightmares, 
So yeah, who knows? Uh, so I'm guessing this is his claim to fame is Christmas Evil, which again is, is totally overlooked. It got a 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb. I would actually put this one quite a bit higher than that. Um, the problem with this movie is what you expect out of it, right? Not that the artwork lies, but this is way more than just a killer Santa Claus. I mean, it, it, at the heart of it, that's what it is. But really, this is a this is a psychological breakdown of a person. This is like watching Freddy Krueger become Freddy Krueger, right? Um, that's the impact I get from this movie. Um, it, it's it's heartbreaking, but it's also very disturbing. And then it's somewhat comical at times too. So such a weird movie to 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 really put into a box <laughs> and wrap it and put a bow on it. Um, it starts off Christmas back in the day. You know, our main character is a little boy, him and his brother, and it's Christmas, and they do a thing where they're hiding on, on the staircase, and they don't know it because they're young, but apparently their dad is dressed up like Santa Claus. He comes out of the chimney. He puts down the presents. He drinks the milk. You know, he does the routine to keep the spirit of Christmas alive for the kids. And our, our main character in this movie is, you know, absolutely blown away by the magic of Santa Claus with all this, right? So the boys end up going to bed because, you know, it's, it's Christmas night. But Santa's already left the presents and stuff, so I didn't understand that whole scenario. But when he goes upstairs, he sneaks back down and sees Mom and Santa Claus. Well, he sees, <laughs> he says, he sees Santa Claus going down on Mom. Uh, I don't know how else to put it nicely. And, uh, you know... That kind of traumatized the kid, right? So uh, apparently the, the, the parents are in the Christmas spirit too. And uh, <laughs> so from there, there's damage, right? The boy runs upstairs into the, the attic and there's a snow globe and he breaks the snow globe and cuts his hand with it and the trauma begins, right? Then we move on to like 20 years later. He's a grown man. Who you can tell is kind of a loner. He lives by himself, but his whole house is covered with pictures of Santa Claus, and I mean, the, the dude is obsessed. And that's the thing about this, right? This, this movie is about somebody so obsessed with something that you know they're gonna go down the wrong path, right? Which is, you know, that's how all these things happen, even in real life. Um, so, you know, he's even sneaking around with a pair of binoculars and watching all the neighborhood kids, which is creepy. Uh, but he's not doing it for grotesque, grown men, pedophile things. He is doing the work of Santa Claus. So he thinks he's trying to be like Santa Claus. He wants to be Santa Claus. He's watching them with binoculars and he writes down, he's got two books, one for good kids, one for bad kids. He's writing the names down and the things that, that they do good and the things they do bad. I love that the one kid 
whose name is Moss, that he puts on the, the naughty list in the naughty book. Um, <laughs> he says he uses vulgar language, uh, profanity, he's not nice to his parents, and he has uh, body, <laughs> body odor. <laughs> I, you know, how would you know that through binoculars? Is it just the fact that you've watched him for three or four days and you didn't see him in the bathtub? I don't know. But I just love that that's one of the things he wrote down is, you know, the body odor thing. So again, it, it's, it's kind of funny and it's very creepy at the same time. And um, he, he starts slipping really fast, folks. And um, where all the other movies are more based on the slasher aspect. I mean, there's kills in this movie. But you are seeing the total transformation of a person who slips out of his normal skin and turns into freaking Santa Claus in his mind, right? And he doesn't do the Silent Night, Deadly Night thing where he feels like he has to just go around and punish people. He is uh, distinguishing right and wrong. And there's a scene where he's, he's slowly building him a, a, a Santa Claus outfit. He is, you know, obsessed with watching Santa on the Thanksgiving parade. He won't go visit his brothers, which he normally does. Which they're worried about him because his brother always says, man, he's, he's a nutcase, right? So there's, uh, there's all that stuff that goes on too, which comes to a head later on. But the guy just, he, he thinks at some point he is Santa Claus. And there's a scene where he glues on a beard to his face. He, he doesn't just stick it on. He's using like permanent, like super glue to stick to his face because again he's becoming Santa Claus and he is tugging on it and looking in the mirror and he is crying tears of joy because it's coming true and it is it's disturbing folks it's disturbing I, mean, I, I know we're doing a low budget movie here but this guy is really making this work and in comparison, I, I can't put this movie with Silent Night, Deadly Night, uh, any of your killer Santa Claus stuff. I put this movie with Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer, because you're really seeing the mental cogs turning in this person's head, which is leading them down this path. It's kind of like referring back to, to Falling Down, like we talked about in a few episodes ago with, with Michael Douglas where that line is finally crossed and they're, they're no longer the person they used to be, you are seeing this transformation, which just leads to all kinds of chaos as we go on. Um, there's a scene where he does something great. He works at a, toy, at a toy store, or not a toy store, a toy factory, and one night he just breaks in, steals a whole bunch of toys, and goes to a, a local kid's hospital and just gives away toys. I mean, like a, a van load, which is the other thing, too. He's got this white panel van. So it's, it, he's got everything that makes up a serial killer, right? Or a kid kept kidnapper or pedophile. I mean, you know, it's, <laughs> it's everything on that disturbing level. But it's not his intentions. 
So it just kind of messes with your head. He actually paints a sled, a Christmas Santa sled on the side of this panel van. Because again, he thinks he's, he's, he's Santa Claus. And even when he's driving the van, he's calling out the names of the reindeer and cracking the whip and I mean, the dude is gone. But he'll turn around and do something incredibly nice that most people will not do, like steal the toys and give it to the kids. But then he'll turn around. There's a guy that he runs into in a street coming out of a big, I can't I don't remember what it is he's coming out of. But there's a, there's a crowd of people there. And, and he pulls out one of the toy soldiers and stabs this dude in the eye with it and kills like three or four people right there on the steps of this. looks like a courthouse. Because, you know, they, they treated him badly, either at his job or, you know, just making fun of him. So he's still getting revenge on the naughty. And, but then he'll turn around and do something nice at the same time. So it's such a weird approach. And it really makes you kind of care for this character because you're like, this guy just doesn't know what he's doing. And you end up having feelings for this guy. And, I mean, it just goes on. He, he gets pulled into this party. It's a big Christmas celebration. He's the Santa on the street. They pull him in. He dances with the kids. He's a huge hit at the party. And everything's just like bliss, right? This is everything he ever wanted, being Santa Claus. And he even tells the kids while they're there, he's like, look, Make sure that you're being good and listening to your parents. Because if you are being bad, I'm going to bring you something horrible. <laughs> you know? So again, it's that, you know, he's laying down the law of what it means to be Santa, right? In his, in his eyes. And it's frightening. But, it, but it's, again, you, uh, you're seeing this guy become something way out of what he normally is uh and so there's not like again i'm I keep referring to saturday night deadly night there's not a thing that just triggers it this is a step-by-step process of what leads him to be or to finally snap and and just it, it's kind of like carrie right look at all the instances that happen in a movie that leads up to her doing what she does at the end it wasn't just that one thing that did it. It's a, a tolerant stacking of everything. And when it finally hits that limit, boom. And that's what you got here. Um, then at that point, everybody's reporting that there's a Santa Claus room. Because, I mean, he killed these people in broad daylight with all these people standing around. So now everybody's got an APB for looking out for Santa Claus who's killing people. And... It, it takes a wild turn at the end. It almost turns into an old, like, universal monster flick. Like, there's there's a mob in the street with, with torches. <laughs> like, they're chasing Frankenstein at the end of Frankenstein. Chasing him down the street. So he runs and gets in his van to escape. And it's got an ending that just... It... <laughs> I don't, I don't have words for it. Uh, I like the ending. I'm trying not to spoil it because I want you guys to check this movie out. It's on Tubi, by the way, for free. Check it out. Um, 
but yeah, you know, what other ending can you come up with for this? It just, it, it, it kind of works. It's not what you expect whatsoever. But at the same time, because of what you've seen this person go through, you're like, okay, yes, the ending is stupid, but it's an okay way to end this, right? So check this one out. Again, I think this is criminally overlooked. Um, and again, you, you have to approach this with a different set of eyes because it is not a slasher flick. So go ahead and get that out of your mind. This is a deep dive into what makes a person lose their crackers, to, for lack of a better term, right? And I, I don't know. I just... I, this is actually an impressive movie when you look at it from that aspect. Um, that's really what I, what I think of this one. I, I give this a four out of five uh, all day long. And um, I haven't watched it in a while, and, and every time I go back and watch it, I'm impressed with it. Uh, he does end up visiting his brother towards the end, which gets kind of crazy, too. Uh, there's some... Uh, there's some good kills, but they're kind of comedic as well because what do you expect Santa Claus to kill people with, right? I mean, we've seen many versions of him where he's running around with an axe in his hand. Is that really Santa, right? When we think about what we turn slashers into, we kind of want them to use tools of the trade. I think you know where I'm going with this. Um, so... Again, it, it, it really sets this movie apart from everything else that's related to uh, a Christmas horror movie. And I have to give it credit for the originality and the fact of how well they sell the development of this character. So uh, I wholeheartedly tell you to give this one a try. And uh, let me know what you think about this one because I, I've always liked this one. And revisiting, it just reassured me again that I, I'm, I'm, I'm still on board with what I think of this one. All right, folks, that's it for this one. We will see you next episode. Adios.